Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, we are continuing our series with looking at the commandments, and today is the third one. It deals with something far more serious than just bad language or a filthy mouth. This commandment discusses the misuse or profane use of God's holy name. God's name is holy. Sadly to many, it seems God's name is no more than a curse word. So Exodus chapter 20 and verse 7 says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Now, the names in the Bible usually re- reveal something to us about the person, the ancestry, the background of him or her. And this is true in regard to the name of God. God has chosen to reveal himself to man through his names. There's actually, a, from what I'm told and read, there's about 300 in the Bible that describe who God is. And two are used here, and that's the two we're going to look at uh, in this a- episode. The Lord. When when you see the word in the Bible, it's the English rendering of the Hebrew, root, uh, Hebrew word Jehovah. It describes God as the self-existent, eternal one. It's the name I am. This is the name that God used when he revealed himself to Moses in Exodus chapter 3 and verse number 14. This name is used to declare God's nature, that it's unchanging and eternal. And then we see God, Elohim, refers to the one supreme, faithful, triune God. Literally, the strong and faithful one. This is the most common word for God in the Bible. It's used over 2,000 times in the Old Testament. In fact, when God stepped out of eternity to reveal himself to man, this is the name he chose, a name depicting himself as the strong and faithful one, the God who can be depended on. Okay, And there was all kinds of gods that people worshipped at that time, and there's all kinds of gods that are worshipped today. But back then, God you know, reveals himself to man and says, I can be dependent. I am strong. I am the faithful one. God's name is to be held in reverence and adoration. Um, the, the esteem the Jews held for his name is pretty incredible. Um, when, when they came to the name of God in their writing, they stopped writing. They thoroughly washed themselves, changed pens, then write the name of God. Afterward, they would throw away the pen so it could never be used to write another word. I'm afraid that we've lost respect for God's glorious name. And when we use God's name, it means it needs to be in a manner consistent with his character. And and what is his character? Well, I mean, it's, it's a character that needs to be respected, reverenced. Uh, I mean, he's faithful, he's true, he's strong. You know, he will never fail us. I mean, it's so many things that we can say about him. You know, we, this verse tells us that it's wrong to use God's name in vain. Now, that word means empty. The word vain means empty, idle, insincerely, phony, frivolous, lacking in reality and truth. When we treat the name of God as another byword, you know, it's nothing short of blasphemy. And sadly, we hear his name degraded far more than we hear it being exalted. There are two primary ways in which we violate or we can violate the name of God when we use it as a curse. Um, 
how many times have we heard the following? Oh God, or oh my God, Jesus, or oh Jesus, or Christ, or Jesus Christ, or God Almighty. I mean, again, I'm not going to go through all the potentials that could be out there because there's thousands of them. You know, often uh, we can fall into slang expressions that we feel to be harmless, but they have a connection. There's a derivative from the form of God's name, like gosh, golly, gee whiz, geez, gosh darn it, you know, dang it, you know, dad blame it, or whatever. There's so many out there, okay? Uh, And there's no way I'm going to say that every one of them. But men will attribute things to God which he had no part in by saying, by God, I do this, or whatever the case is. No matter how you say it or how you slice it up, when we use the Lord's name in a vain way, again, it's empty, idle, insincere, phony, frivolous. How, whenever we use his name in vain, we are guilty of violating the holiest of all names. So we need to watch out for that. God's name, he's going to... His name will be vindicated, okay? There will be a punishment for the violator. Uh, God won't let that stand, okay? He'll deal with those who violate the sacredness of his name. And God's plan for his people is that we guard our tongues and that we would use his name with respect, with reverence, with honor. Uh, You know, Christians, uh, you know, we don't don't need to swear, okay? Okay. or to attach an oath to our speech. God's plan is in James chapter 5, verse 12, where it says, But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea and your nay nay, lest ye fall into condemnation. A missionary to the Orient many, many years ago witnessed a 20-year-old native approached a heathen idol. He approached that idol, he bowed before it, and then he quickly pulled out, this young man of 20 years old, pulled out a, a knife and then cut out his own tongue. And he placed it before the idol. And within minutes, the young man had collapsed in a pool of his own blood at the idol's feet. God doesn't want you to cut your tongue from from off your body okay but he wants it to be used in a way that worships him that magnifies that glorifies his name that we have that member to do that how are you using your tongue i hope that's been a help to you an encouragement to you to use our tongue in the right way and uh, thanks for listening i do really appreciate that and until next time keep exploring the word